It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to talk once again about the number one pick. We've got the latest odds on who the number one pick will be, plus why it's not about the player, it's about the team. We're going to get to that coming up here in just a moment. It's time for Tuesday edition of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is June 14th, 2022. My name is Philip Rossmanich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr_omd. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, we're going to talk about the number one pick, kind of the philosophy behind the number one pick. I'll update the latest odds from our friends at Bet Online uh, about who the Magic will take with the number one pick. We'll also talk a little bit about kind of the philosophy behind how the Magic should approach this pick. Uh, why I why I think we need to kind of flip the script a little bit or flip how we perceive this this draft pick more than anything else. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's right when we upload, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's on your way home from work, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Arcade 1UP. Bring home a slam dunk. Introducing NBA Jam Shack Edition from Arcade 1UP. Pre-order now to play with legends. Arcade 1UP is the place for authentic game experiences featuring licensed retro games from the golden age of arcades. Check it out today. Arcade 1UP. So, you know, I, I think that... A, let's, let's, start, let's start here. A, the Orlando Magic most likely have not made a decision yet. Um, let's start there. Uh, the Orlando Magic are still going through their workout process. They still uh, have players they want to bring in, players they want to work out, players they want to take a look at uh, before they make this final decision with the top pick. We're not talking about second round picks. There's a lot of lot of work to do to figure out who they're, who they're taking with the second round pick um, and what they might do with that pick and how they might try and move around in the draft. We'll get to some of that later on in the week. But um, it's this team is already kind of, this team is already kind of, uh, this team has not gotten anywhere close to me. Or maybe they're closer, but this team is still gathering that last bits of information. Uh, and then all next week is going to be about drilling down and getting the decision. That's that's how this works usually. Um, 
you know, from from what I understand about how draft rooms work is, yes, everyone kind of has their guy. It's impossible not to be leaning in one direction or another. Um, but this front office especially really values the workout, really values the interview process, especially to get to know who the player is as a person before they move forward. Um, it, it's it, They're not going to skip steps. They're not going to kind of decide on something before they get all the information. In. And well, I, I, while... You know, certainly, uh, certainly, I think there's still there's still plenty to get to. Um, the Magic will have more workouts later this week. Um, I, I I do have that confirmed. The Magic are going to conduct a, a couple more major workouts here um, in in the coming in the coming week um, before the draft, and and then of course um, we'll we'll hear from Jeff Weltman on Monday as well. So um, it, it the, the process is still ongoing, and, and and if there's one thing we do know about this Magic team, it's that they don't leak anything. Um, so if you it, honestly, I have everything that I've seen trying to attribute uh, knowledge to the magic or having some thought or understanding of what the magic are going to do. I find it a little bit suspect just because I know how this front office works. Um, a lot of those comments I've seen say, "Oh, executives believe or rival executives say," and that's not the magic. Um, the closest thing that I've seen to Someone claiming to know what the Magic are thinking is Kevin O'Connor of the Ringer. Um, he mocked Jabari Smith Jr. to the Orlando Magic with the first overall pick. Um, and in his write-up on the Ringer yesterday, he said that uh, it, it said that what he understands is the Magic are locked in on Jabari Smith, but there are fans of Chet Holmgren um, in the front office. Chet Holmgren has not been to Orlando yet. Uh, he, uh, he is expected to be in Orlando later this week. Um, in fact, I... I in fact, it's it, it's pretty certain that he'll be in later this week. Um, he's expected to be in Orlando later this week uh, for a workout. That's where a lot of this final decision making and, and kind of these splitting of hairs, um, splitting of hairs is going to take place. Um, it, it, that's that's where they're going to make this final decision on the pick. And obviously, they're on the clock already. They've been on the clock for several weeks. Um, there's no pressure, no urgency to kind of make this decision until they're actually on the clock, until that clock is actually ticking down on, on Thursday, June 23rd. Um, so we still got a lot of, we still got a long way to go here. We still got a lot of things to do. There's, there's still, there's still a process that's going to happen that, that this team is going to go through, uh, go through over the course of the next, uh, of the next two weeks here before they get to the draft. And uh, again, I don't think anyone knows who this team's going to pick. Now, Again, we all have our guys. Um, you know, I think that it, it's impossible to sit this long with the prospects. It's impossible to kind of dig in as much as we've dug in, as fans, of, as, as at least big fans have dug in. I, I'm sure executives, as much as they've dug in, they they have an understanding of where they're leaning at this point. Um, and, you know, they're going through their process uh, and, and, and the only thing I think right now that can change, that could significantly change someone's mind would probably be something that happens in the interview. Um, and again, that's why these interviews are so important. Something about these players as people has to impress them enough to change what they're thinking or change uh, how they want to do things or how they want to kind of... Um, Change change their perspective uh, on these on these players. That's 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 the absolute truth at this point. Um, again, I, 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 we're all humans. It's impossible not to be leaning one way or the other. Our friends at Bet Online, 
you know, no better source than, than anything else as far as trying to figure out what the Magic are going to do, um, did release the latest odds uh, on Monday uh, for the top pick in the draft. Uh, and they, like everyone else, seems to think that Jabari Smith Jr. will be the top pick. Jabari Smith's current odds for the top pick in the draft are minus 225. That's 4 to 9. That means if you bet uh, $9, you win 4. Chet Holmgren is plus 170, which is 17 to 10 odds, which means if you bet 10, you win 17. Um, and Paolo Bancaro, fallen way off the pace, is plus 1,000, 10 to 1 odds. Again, you bet a dollar, you win 10. You get 10 times your money. Um, this this tracks kind of the general conversation I think we've had about the draft prospects. It, it really does feel like, and the more I've dug into tape, the more I've thought about it, the more just kind of my understanding of what the Magic like and and more than and anything else, it really does feel like Paolo Bancaro has fallen way off the pace. Um, it, it really does feel like he he he's not kind of in the conversation for, for number one in, in a serious way. Um, I do think that the Magic should still do their due diligence. Um, it, he is, I, I believe he is planning to come in for a work. I, I would hope he's still coming in for a workout. Um, but um, but certainly, certainly it feels like this is a decision between Jabari and Chet. Um, and, and I'll get into some reasons why I think Paolo's fallen off because I was a big Paolo, uh, Paolo guy before the draft, uh, before the draft lottery. I've fallen off the Paolo train a little bit too. Um, and, it, and it's for this reason that, that I want to talk about it in a little bit more detail uh, coming up in our next segment. But I, I do think that this decision has turned into Jabari versus Chet, or Jabari or Chet. And, and, and I will continue to hammer this home. I will continue to kind of sing this part of the song. Um, there is no wrong pick here. They're, they're both very, very good players. I think the differences between them are very, very small. And the differences between them are really more about who the Magic want to be than about the players themselves. I want to talk a little bit and change this perspective from the players to the team coming up here in just a moment. But first, we have big news. The one, the only NBA Jam is back. Arcade 1UP, the leader in at-home retro arcade games, is not only bringing the best game ever back, but they've made it bigger than ever with a Wait for it, Shaq edition machine. And we all know Shaq was on the magic when NBA Jam came out. So it's the good Shaq, not the bad Shaq. People are obsessed with NBA Jam. It is, to me, the best basketball game ever made. Not because it's a great simulation, because it's just fun. And I've never had more fun than sharing the original NBA Jam with the younger generations. And they glom onto it quickly too, because it is simple, it's easy to connect with, and it's just fun. In one of the first sports games ever to feature real and digitized NBA-licensed teams, no fouls, no free throws, no quarters required. Complete, compete with friends and family through all new Wi-Fi leaderboards, making you more connected than ever. Pre-order now from Arcade1Up.com. That's Arcade1Up.com for an estimated early September ship date. Arcade1Up is the place for fun. They've got more, even more classics like Golden Tee, Mortal Kombat, and many others starting at just $399. Check this out. They are giving away an NBA Jam Shack edition to a Locked On listener. Enter for a chance to win a game console for your man cave at arcade1up.com slash locked on. That's arcade the number one up.com slash locked on. You got till July 8th to enter to an NBA Jam Shack edition. Don't miss out today. Don't miss out. Enter today. Who are you gonna play with? Get on fire, boom shakalaka. <laughs> 
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. You want to remind you, of course, that the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft starts June 16th. With more than 50 insiders, nothing equals the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft. The Locked On NBA Big Board Draft Experts plus the Odyssey Insiders. First pick, that's me, is June 16th. Search Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and follow now so you don't miss a pick. I'll explain why I'm picking the guy that I'm picking. Um, we'll talk probably a little bit more about that on the 16th. Um, kind of, I'll share where I'm leaning. I, I, I think it's pretty obvious. I've been pretty public about where I'm leaning on this pick. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that on Thursday. But today, I, I want to talk about philosophy. Um, not Aristotle, not Socrates, not Plato, not Kierkegaard, not, not Sartre. Um, I want to talk about the way that we should view this pick um, and, and why I think it's important to kind of shift the perspective um, on who the Magic should pick, and why they should pick who they will eventually pick. Um, to, in some regard, uh, you know, I said this after the Magic won the lottery. For the first time in a long time, it feels like the Magic control their own destiny. It feels like every opportunity is in front of them. They're not reliant on any anyone else. This was a chance to set their destiny. And that's really that's really what it felt like on lottery night after... A decade of mishits, of missed opportunities, of being one pick away, of not getting the guy that you actually want. The Magic now had the opportunity to shape this draft, to shape their team the way they wanted to. Most drafts kind of give you that opportunity by default. Most drafts, there's a clear-cut number one player. There's a clear-cut kind of generational guy. There's a clear-cut guy that everyone knows is going number one, and really the, the intrigue of the draft starts at number two. The fact of the matter is that is not this draft. Um, I got into a long conversation with some people about about some of this yesterday online, uh, and and I and I kind of just said that like, look, you can only take what the draft gives you. If the draft is not giving you the exact player that you need, you either have to try and trade around and move around for him, or you look at it and say, I'm gonna get the best player that I can and move forward from there and figure out how to build from there. Being the number one pick in a draft with this much indecision at the top, with this much debate and how close things are at the very top in this draft, being the number one pick in this kind of a draft really has to force you to change your perspective on things. This draft is a not is not about Jabari Smith, Chet Holmgren, and Paolo Bancaro. This draft for the Magic is not about who they pick. Whoever they pick is going to be a tentpole for this franchise. That's that's just the, the fact of being the number one pick. Whoever they pick is going to be a key player for this team moving forward. Who the other key players are, how the Magic move, and how the Magic kind of spread out from that, 
it is still largely to be determined. You know, we like Franz Wagner. We like Wendell Carter. We like Marco Fultz. We like Jalen Suggs. We, we still like Jonathan Isaac to, 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 to plenty of degrees. How the Magic grow from this pick is going to be the key question for Jeff Weltman moving forward. Um, we all sense that it's time to start consolidating a little bit. Um, not that this team is necessarily ready to compete at a higher level, but this roster is starting to get full and bloated, and, and we do want to see measured progress. We don't want to just be kind of throwing a bunch of talent out there. So what this pick is really about then is it's not about who the Magic bring in. It's about figuring out the team the Magic want to be. That's really the key here because there's so little difference between Jabari Smith and Chet Holmgren. There's there's not much of a gap between those two. There's not much of a gap to Paolo Bancaro, to be perfectly honest. All three of those guys can be defining players for this team. But all three of those guys will require the team to be different in fundamental ways. Chet Holmgren, as a center, as a big, you know, with some limitations to start off with for sure, will force the Magic to play a certain way. Will force them to keep Wendell Carter in there to to defend bigger centers. Will force them to have to be a little bit more patient uh, with him as he fills out his body. They'll have to figure out how do we use, as much as teams have to figure out how to defend a seven-footer with his dribbling skills, the Magic would have to figure out how do we use a seven-footer with his dribbling skills, with his ability to score from the perimeter. And how does that change the team growing out of that? Paolo Bancaro is a really good example of a player who kind of demands a certain style. Paolo Bancaro is super successful as an isolation scorer. And while I think that's a really important skill and something the Magic need more of, can Bancaro be a, a good player off the ball? I think this is the reason why Bancaro has fallen so far off the pack is Bancaro, as gifted of a scorer as he is, as much of a better passer I think he gets credit for, is a guy that needs the ball in his hands to be successful. And I think that the play style that, that, that he would be most successful in is not really the play style the Magic are looking to build. Jabari Smith feels like he's a guy that could fit anywhere. And one of the reasons why I think he is the favorite is because he seems to fit not only all the things the Magic really like about players, guys who can defend the, defend the perimeter, play multiple positions, shoot the three, um, have good, vers- good versatility and length, um, he feels like he's someone that could grow into someone that is a driving force for the team, but also can fit in around others so that they're playing still a more egalitarian offense. Again, there's no problem building around all three. It can be done, and all three players can be centerpieces or key parts of the puzzle. Like, I, like I've said before, the goal of this draft, goal of any draft, is to take the best player you can. It's not to bank on someone becoming a superstar. It's not to bank on someone kind of reaching their utmost potential. It's about finding the best player you can. And however you judge that, however you measure that, that's what you do. So for the Magic then, the question to me is not about who is the pick. Because all three are good picks. The question is, what is the team they want to build? How do they want to look like when they are competing? And that's really the opportunity that's here. Because all three of these players offer different types of play. All three of these players 
offer different ways to attack and score and, and do all those things. All three of these players are extremely good. Let's put it, let's just leave it there. All three of these players are really good and will change this franchise. So the question is, how do the Magic want to shape themselves? We know from last year that this Magic team plays a little bit more of an egalitarian offense. We know that this team plays a much more kind of free-flowing, read-based offense. Um, you know, they want they they want to empower their players to make decisions. It's not about sets. It's about making reads, getting into the paint, and creating from there. It's a lot of improvisation. That's why we think Marco Fultz is going to be really successful. It's why... You know, I think a player like Paolo Bancaro would fit in a lot of ways. It's why I think Jabari Smith would absolutely fit in a lot of ways because he's just so efficient with his dribbling. Um, while he is, while he still needs to improve finishing at the basket, still needs to improve off the dribble, um, he is really smart. He's going to, he's not going to stop the ball. He's going to keep it moving um, if the drive isn't there. And, and obviously, he's such a three-point threat. He should be such a three-point threat uh, that he'll continue to space the floor. Uh, we know that this Magic team wants to be solid defensively. Um, especially late in the season when they were top 10 in the league in defensive rating after the All-Star break, despite two weeks of tanking, um, they were really good. They do a good job closing out the paint, keeping, guy, keeping guys from getting inside, inside and breaking their defense, um, and, and then contesting out to three-point line. They were really good. Their biggest weakness is their offense was so bad that they get caught in transition, they wouldn't be able to get their defense set. By the end of the year last year, I think all of us were really confident if they could get their defense set that they were not going to give up of uh, very many shots. So really just this magic team has a lot that, a lot that that is impressive and that that can work. We know kind of who this magic team wants to be then. Um and 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 who the best pick is to fit that is certainly a question. It's also a fair question to ask are any of these players good enough to break what this team wanted to do last year and really build around that. I, I tend to think it's not, but very well might be. The question, again, is not about who the Magic will take, because all three fit. The question is, who do the Magic want to be? And this is the kind of big thinking that I think was missing during the Rob Hennigan era, to be perfectly honest. During the Rob Hennigan era, I think it was just collect the best talent, collect the best players. It was about the players you drafted not about the team you were building. And so I think a, a key, I think one thing that the Magic did really well last year with Jamal Mosley was they focused on the team they wanted to be. This time around, they need to continue that focus and they need to think, what kind of team do we want to be? And let's pick the player that helps us get there. It's not about today. It's about two, three years down the road when we're competing for the playoffs. That's the eye that everyone needs to have. And the Magic do need to start building with an eye toward building a team that will actually function and compete in the playoffs. I think this, this perspective is really, really important. I think it's really, really important to focus on the team the Magic want to become and less on the player because figuring out the team you want to become will help you find the player that you want to ultimately take. We'll talk a little bit about the NBA Finals and Game 5, uh, big things that we're learning throughout the course of this postseason. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning 
and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. So the NBA Finals are, are coming quickly to their conclusion. We're almost all 0-0 again, which is my favorite part of the season, uh, at least uh, until the Magic actually win a championship. Then it will be my least favorite part of the season. Um, but we are getting very, very close to the NBA Finals. We are in crunch time. Uh, and we have seen what I think is a really fascinating Finals. We knew this would be a really competitive Finals. We knew this would be a really, really, really fun Finals. Um, it's been a, it's not been an, It's not been a clash of styles, to be perfectly honest. Both teams are stellar defensively. And that part has shown through all series long. It's 3-2 Golden State after the Warriors defeated the Celtics by 10 last night uh, in Game 5 and San Francisco Game 6 set for Thursday in Boston. Um, But to me, you know, again, and I think this is an important lesson for the Magic. Um, You know, we'll draw some of these out, I think, a little bit more after the draft. We'll get back to some playoff lessons. Um, To me, this series has been all about the attention to detail. This series has been all about who stays focused and locked in and sharp the longest period of any of any team. Boston, very rightly, I think, can point to their turnovers as to why they lost. I think they turned the ball over five or six times in the fourth quarter after they worked so hard to get themselves back into the game, take a brief lead uh, in the third quarter. They just kind of got loose with the ball. And, and Golden State, you know, I, I said that I, I know I said this to friends before the series. Golden State's the kind of team that when you make mistakes, they don't just beat you, they murder you. And that's why I thought Golden State was going to win this this series because they not only had the experience factor, um, they they don't let mistakes slip by. And I think Boston had a tendency of, yes, you make mistakes against them. Yes, they will they will hit you hard for them, but they will give mistakes back. They won't they won't press that advantage even further. And Golden State, Golden State just kills you. They like they literally just murder you. Um, if 
if you make a ton of mistakes in a row. Um, and, and of course, Steph Curry is brilliant. His Game 4 performance was outstanding, which was kind of the surprise of the, this game was that Curry, you know Curry did make a 3 for the first time all playoffs. I think the first time all, all time in his playoff career. Um, he really struggled. Um, and as plenty of people noted, you can't lose the, the, this kind of a game when Curry is playing this, poor, this poorly this, or struggling this much. Lots of guys have stepped up. Andrew Wiggins has been super impressive all postseason long. Been a great defender. His rebounding has been invaluable for this Golden State team. He's just been he's just been everywhere. And, and you know, I personally I can't believe how much Andrew Wiggins has reformed. It shows that the right culture, the right role is really all you need uh, to be successful. Even if you are a number one pick, uh, he was just not put in a great spot in Minnesota. Um, even though he was handed the keys, he wasn't really kind of taught how to drive the car. Um, if if that analogy makes sense. Um, Boston is still in this series, though. Don't don't count Boston out quite yet. Um, they Golden State is a team that makes mistakes too, and, and that's again been the defining factor of this series for me. Is whoever is you know a three point shooting has obviously been a big big deal. This this season this series has swung on three point shooting one way or the other. Um, but to me, the big stat that I look at is turnovers. Um, and just generally just watching execution, just staying locked in on the game plan, staying locked in for the full 48 minutes. Um, obviously, when you get to this stage of the playoffs, when you get this deep into the playoffs, every little thing is going to matter. Um, the difference between winning and losing a game in the playoffs and the finals can be a five-minute stretch in the second quarter um, where you're starting to climb uphill, where you're starting to kind of have to fight and, and scratch and claw your way, claw your way up. Um, it can be... Steph Curry going off and being completely indefensible for three, four minutes, um, like he was in Game Four. That's how these games turn, and certainly Boston's going to have to respond in Game Six. Jason Tatum, he, he's been incredible. He was a big part of of Boston getting back into the game in the third quarter here, but he's got to be do more. Jalen Brown's got to do more for Boston um, if they're going to come back and win this series, or if they're going to force a Game Seven to begin with. Because you know, Game Six Clay is waiting. Um, you know, Golden State knows how close they are. They know, ex- you know, this is where I think experience is going to be the big thing is in this elimination game. Golden State knows exactly how to approach this. Boston's got to, cannot feel the panic. They've got to be locked in again. And they got to make sure that they understand their game plan and what they're trying to do. And they can't deviate from it. They can't make mistakes. They can't turn the ball over repeatedly. They can't kind of get sucked into the refs, which was certainly a question um, after after the game as well. It, it Boston has to be locked in if they want to win this series. And it's going to be a good, good game six. I'm looking forward to game six on Thursday. I'm sure all of you are too. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at R underscore MD. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, all the fun places on our podcast to your podcast and able to listen to us. So you can find me again on Twitter at R underscore OMD. And for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Thank you again for making Locked On Magic your first listen every day. Make sure to go check out the Locked On NBA Big Board podcast. Host Rafael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board newsletter is joined by Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin, giving fans an in-depth look into the NBA Draft, Mock Draft, Player Rankings, and of course, Big Boards. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Well, that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Lockdown Magic for Orlando Magic Daily and Lockdown Magic. This is Philip Crossman Wright. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Lockdown Magic.
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.